Hey, humanoids. On today's Mass Man Show, we're joined by Taco Trey Kirby to play a very exciting wrestling basketball game. And we're brought to you, as always, by TheRinger.com, where right now you can find all kinds of insanely good Black Panther content by uh, the likes of Chaos and Collins, Justin Charity, Adam Naiman, and the living legend Micah Peters. You can also check out a whole lot of really cool NBA All-Star Weekend content. And be sure to check out my other podcast, The Press Box, on the Channel 33 podcast feed, where Brian Curtis and I dove deep into the Tom Brady catfish scandal, as well as the Black Panther backlash. And now, time for the show. Hey, Peckerheads, it's me, Peter Rosenberg, the most mage mage caster of them all. Hey, this is Bruce Pritchard. This is Russ Battle Season 1 champion, Mike Lawrence. This is Scott Rush. What's up, guys? This is your girl, WWE Superstar, the legit boss, Sasha Banks. Hey, this is WWE Superstar, Braun Strowman. My name's Kevin Owens. I'm uh, Shinsuke Nakamura. I'm AJ Styles, the phenomenal one, if you will, and you're listening. Hey, you know what you're listening to? You're listening to. And you are listening to. And you're listening to. You're listening to the Masked Man Show. 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 Welcome to the Mask Man Show. I'm David Shoemaker. Dave Schilling is here as always, but more importantly, okay. Taco Trey Kirby Hello. of the Starters. What's going on, man? Uh, you know, just hopped off the plane, sat in some traffic, came to talk to you guys. The, Very excited to be here. I was so flattered when you agreed to do the show. Um, uh, even more so when I thought about you getting off the plane and sitting in traffic, and then I realized you've never, you don't know what LA had in store for you. So this was, you, you, you your eyes were bigger than your stomach, probably. Um, when it when it came to doing the show, but I appreciate it, man. This yeah, is really I had, amazing. Uh, I had no fears that I would be completely on time, strolling. We'll have a little, a couple of seconds to chat, you know. Yeah. Break the ice with each other. Uh, complete opposite. You're right. Yeah. My <laughs> eyes were definitely bigger <laughs> than my mouth. But, He's uh, hungry. <laughs> yeah, I need to eat, but we're here. Well, so you're in town for the All Star Weekend, the NBA All Star Weekend, the All Star Weekend. Yeah, I as mean, opposed it to is the All Star Weekend. weekend. <laughs> what? We what should, all-star are you talking well, about? Well, WrestleMania weekend is like the WWE's all-star weekend. Sure. Um, what are you most excited for, 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 the, for all-star? I'm, all, I'm, a, I'm a slam dunk mark. Anytime the slam dunk contest that people are saying it's dead, even when you're there, you're like, man, I don't know. But then you watch it back, it always looks great. I'm always excited no matter if the field doesn't look great. If the field does look great, of course, it's exciting. But uh, I'm always going to be excited for the slam dunk contest. Three-point contest has got a lot of hype the past few years. People are saying it has now surpassed the dunk contest. But the three-point contest is always good, right? Like, it can't be bad. Guys are always going to make shots. Not always the case with the slam dunk contest. Sometimes it can be bad, but uh, it's never bad for me. I'm a skills competition man. I like to see uh, quality dribbling. No, it's not. All right. (laughs) Yeah, I'm really looking forward to seeing those guys throw those chest passes through the wheels from (laughs) 10 feet away. Cannot wait. I'm old school. (laughs) What can I say? Um, It's better than the modern biathlon. So, you know, give it that much. No offense to the Olympics. The Olympics is wonderful. Um, Listen, we had a big week of wrestling. A lot of exciting things happened. Are Are you watch every week? I don't watch every week. I try and watch when I can, but I mean, wrestling season never stops. So I watch it's, when it's not NBA season, but you know, sometimes I, you got to watch your job, I suppose. I, I totally understand that. We're, I'm, I've, been, I've been campaigning for a wrestling off season for a long time for this, this very sure. reason. And no one's listening. 
That's true. But Sorry. we still yeah. we, we still keep doing this podcast. We keep plugging along. Listen, we'll talk about what happened on Raw. I'm sure there's some news that we need to get to at some point. Is there anything exciting you're that happened this week? You're the host. I'm the co-host. You're, you're the smart one, though. Oh, that's right. That's a good point. You got me there. Um, Before we get to that, or actually... As a means of getting to that, I thought we have a basketball expert here. I actually have two basketball experts here. Thank you. And um, long ago, I wrote a piece at Grantland that like compared all of the stars of the NBA to all the stars of 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 uh, WWF or WWE. Sorry, wasn't that long ago. (laughs) Um, And so I thought, you know, we're we're on All Star Weekend, so we know who like are getting the most All Star votes. We know the the top the top players in the NBA are and. If you turn on wrestling, we're on the road to WrestleMania. We have the Elimination Chamber coming up where there are now somehow six people, seven, seven people yeah. in the match. We have uh, a fast lane main event with five people in it. And we have uh, Brock Lesnar and Nakamura, two guys who are who are definitely going to be, you know, pseudo main eventing WrestleMania. And I thought we have let's just let's just match them up. Let's see who what wrestlers and what basketball players uh, are the same people. Sure. So, who is the, who is the who are the metaphorical uh, roles of all these well, people? Let's let's pull out the big board, shall we? Oh, here Dave's we go. turning oh, around a dry erase I feel board. Like Van, I feel like Vanna White doing this. <laughs> Look at that. Oh, that's a reference no one's going to get. Here we go. You mean okay. Vanna White's not popping still? No, nah, <laughs> she looks great. <laughs> anyway, so we've got our WWE side here. We've got our NBA side here. Let's just start with the wrestlers and let's pick. Or should we do the opposite? That should we work. start with the basketball players and, and then match them up with the wrestlers? I think, let's just start with the wrestler. Either okay, way, it okay, doesn't okay. matter. Take right. a look. You can take some time to digest. Drink I'll, it in. I can start us off with a relatively easy one. Okay, let me pull my markers out. There was a time when I did this not long, when I did this years ago, the one thing, I think Bill Simmons told me to write the piece. We conceived of it mostly together. But he said the only thing that I insist upon is that LeBron James and John Cena are the same person. That's accurate, yeah. Now, I think Roman Reigns is kind of in the running to be the LeBron James. I'm going to disagree, but let's I, wait till we get there. I know, but I'm just saying, that's the sort of that's the sort of parallel that we're drawing for this ridiculous show. Yes. <laughs> um, what, what do you think, Schilling, just looking at the list, is there anything that's a given? <sighs> With Kevin Owens? Well, this is, by the way, this is for audio, so we should probably run down the list. <laughs> Braun Strowman, Elias, Finn Balor, John Cena, Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, The Miz, Brock Lesnar, AJ Styles, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, Baron Corbin, Dolph Ziggler, and Shinsuke Nakamura. I feel like I repeated names multiple times, but I'm confident that I didn't. And then on the NBA side, LeBron James, Giannis, Embiid, Kyrie Irving, DeMar DeRozan, KD, Kevin Durant, Anthony Davis, Draymond Green, Paul George, Steph Curry, James Harden, Russell Westbrook, Clay Thompson, and Manu Ginobili was a, a super high vote getter. The I, wild card. Yes, he's the wild Who card. Who did you pull? Huh? You didn't ask me. No, I just took. Who's I just found. Getter? I found like oh, the high, the NBA highest All Star oh, okay. votes. All right. And the article, and that the article I pulled it from might have been a month old. You know, I don't. I have no idea. But <laughs> good you know, research. Demarcus work. Cousins is out. Yes. Um. DeMarcus Cousins and Jason Jordan obviously not line up because they both got <laughs> they both got injured and couldn't participate. Better him than Porzingis, I think. Uh, Porzingis, yeah. For uh, the comparison to Jason Jordan. Anyway, I, I kept pushing back at my back in the cheap heat days to we were trying to think of a name of you know everyone was trying to nickname Porzingis and I kept pushing for the man called Zing just to be like just. I, what do you think of that? There's a lot it of, didn't catch on. There's a lot of st- <laughs> sting. Sting. People kept calling him the zinger, and I was just like, "Come on, man." Okay. Anyway, let's uh, let's start here. 
with Kevin Owens because I have a really good comparison. Kevin Owens is a heel. Yeah. Okay. He's got a big mouth. Uh-huh. He spends a lot of time antagonizing other wrestlers. Okay. I like where he you're going here. He has an issue with management, uh-huh. you could say. All right. So naturally, Kevin Owens matches up with my man, Draymond Green. Anybody disagree here? I think that's, I think that's perfect. I think that's great. I thought I almost thought you were going to go for Westbrook at the last minute. But, no. But both of these guys have the big... Uh, the, the, the physique to play the post. Let's just put <laughs> yeah. it that way. Not your ideal body type for their respective sports. Major chips on the shoulder. I yeah. think I think it's perfect. I for think the it's exact, Yeah, Kevin Owens, maybe people didn't think he was going to be a superstar. People yeah. didn't think Draymond Green would be a superstar. That's totally right. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. Let me just go ahead and draw this really creepy line here. I guess I could stand up. It's It looks like, um I don't know, like a... Like a blood uh, like sample? An earthquake. Yeah, oh. the squigglier the better. That's what yeah, I said. Yeah, that's fine. That's like a sperm. Okay. Uh Shoemaker, you're next. Sure. Oh, man. I really should have prepared for this. <laughs> you made the list. I, well, I wrote down that. That's one, one kind of preparing. Oh, my God. Um, let's see. Well, I think uh, it, we're uh, different. I, we can't go with body types too specifically. <laughs> but, I, but, I, but, I, but I'm tempted to, to say because of the sheer physicality, the, incre- the, the incredible off-the-charts measurables, and the way that the fans are so hyped for their ascent. Does it make sense to draw a line between Joel Embiid and Braun Strowman? Ooh. I was eyeing Braun Strowman, too. I was maybe going to pick Giannis for the exact same reasons, right? They're both super well-liked guys that have incredible physiques, like you're saying. I they think have that, I think with the height, bodies you don't usually see. Yeah. Yeah. I think with the height, the, the pure freakness, and... Just the the incredibly wonderful personality. Yeah, both guys cut a great promo. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's let's do this. It's official. Both guys are great in interviews and even better on social media. Or, you know, unpro- uh, uh, oh, here we go. That's a nice line. You did a good job there. Mm. It gets thinner as you go. It's like uh, any good line. Trey, do you want to take one? All right, I'm 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 gonna stick with Giannis because I you know I was like I said I was I and Braun Strowman for a Giannis comparison, but. Next on the list, I think Elias isn't totally far off. He's a fresh face on the scene as well, yeah. just like Giannis. Uh, they both seem to have personality. People want to hear what they're saying. And, you know, I just think uh, the freshness of both of them and a little bit different than what you're used to seeing. If you can't get Braun Strowman for Giannis, I'm happy with Elias. All right, let's walk with Elias here. <laughs> I'm going to go with Green for the Bucks. There you go. Here we go. Elias is a little bit— Am I wrong? No, no, you're not. I mean, we've spent— uh, you know, I was talking to a, to Ringer editor in chief Sean Fennessy the other day, and one of the things that he, that he keeps saying is just like we need we like I want to know more about Elias because you guys are so over the moon for him, <laughs> and that really is like if we had a basketball podcast two years ago, we would be treating Giannis the same way that we treat Elias. Yeah, Elias is the not Greek freak. Yeah, <laughs> as far as I know, he's not Greek, but he might be. It could be anything under that beard. That's full oh God. And are are Braun and Elias are they starting to feud? Did I see that Braun smashed a gigantic cello on him? I didn't see that correctly. One of the, it, it was a it was a segment that uh, that broke the internet as well as anything in wrestling since what the John Cena Roman Reigns like work shoot. I mean, or this when is, uh, when Strowman tossed the uh, ambulance. Yeah, that's true. This was certainly a bigger moment than like Ronda Rousey coming to WWE as far as Twitter was concerned. Mm. Yeah. Um, it was, I had, I had a couple of issues with it before I saw the segment. I just, I had only seen like gifs and my first reaction was like, it's pronounced gifs. Doesn't it make, no, it's not. Language is fluid. You know, (laughs) there you go. Doesn't it make more sense instead of giving him a cello, 
to give Braun a ukulele so he looks even bigger by comparison. Dude, that would be hilarious. Like a little like yeah. tiptoe through the tulips kind of Because instead he looked like a kid. Like when I was, <laughs> I have pictures of myself playing a cello like a guitar when I was like 10 years old. You're a real cut up. Oh, they <laughs> they stole that gimmick from me. All right. Uh, there's a lot of stuff but, they steal from this show. But it was a, but it was a great moment. It was one of the, just the classic moments. And it's unbelievable. Like the hardest thing when you're doing, when you have someone like Braun Strowman in wrestling history is to not is to figure out a way to keep them vital over a long period of time. Yeah. A giant usually has like one or two stories in them. And then, you know, they're tag teaming with Dino Bravo or something, you know, you got to figure it, but they've really let Braun be funny. Yeah. And it's, and it, you can just see like the statistical analysis, like his longevity is just like stretching further and further. I was talking about this on Dan Black's comedians of wrestling podcast, which mm -hmm. came out a couple days ago, which you should check out. Besides like the undertaker and Kane, you can't really think of a ton of big guys who don't end up having to change a character or revise, you know, whatever they're doing to stay over. Mm -hmm. Even even Bossman, who is a big guy, but not a huge, not like a giant, not yeah. a monster. He had changed gimmicks multiple times. Big John Studd, King Kong Bundy. Those are guys who once they got beat, it was over. Well, guys, I'm feeling good about this then because Embiid, like you're saying, just like Braun, he's got to change, you know, his body to kind of stay on the court. People are worried. Is he going to be able to stay on the court for his career? Just like a big guy in wrestling, is he going to be able to stay over this whole time? Not to mention if Giannis and Embiid were to ever actually beef with each other and have a few, that would break the NBA Twitter. Right? I think if those two guys were going at each other, people would love it. I, I think people would love it, but I would feel torn. Oh, Who yeah. would I pick? Because I love both of them. Tear everyone apart. Uh, now, I think if you, were if, if you were going to argue with the point, I think you would probably you might say that Giannis. You would might say, oh, you'd say Giannis would be. You'd say, I guess the other one would be Giannis is Finn Balor, right? Because they're just mm. the physic, like sure. the, the the acrobatic nature. Like I got the one physical, for you later. They're, they're with absolutely Finn Balor. okay, but I'm just saying neither of them are the best talkers. Uh, and they're both just like the, the 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 nerd fan, the hardcore fans rate them above all all others. All right. I want to talk about uh, if you want to take one, just go right ahead. If you've got if you're all dialed in, go for it. I just I'm not even picking one. I want to know the answer. Who is who is John Cena? Is mm. it is it LeBron James or is there is there a better answer? I will take this one because it's my turn <laughs> and I would love to just answer this question. LeBron James has had a long storied career. Mm -hmm. He has gone from being the biggest baby face in the NBA, mm -hmm. being the biggest heel, mm -hmm. back to the biggest baby face. And now he's kind of like, he's a little bit of a tweener. People aren't sure what to think about him. You know, he blows up his team. People don't know if he's going to stay or he's going to go. But people are still on the side, right? Some people are. Some thing. people yeah. are like, mm, I don't know if I feel... Mm good about this guy, especially <laughs> yeah. if he might end up leaving, going to the Lakers, the ooh, Rockets. Oh, I kind of think I see where you're going So here. LeBron James has had a lot of twists and turns in his career. Here's someone else who's had a lot of twists and turns in their career. Brock Lesnar. Wow. 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 I think, uh, I think the leaving thing is really key, although you could apply that to John Cena as well. John Cena's never left. He's always been Mr. WWE. But going to Hollywood, he'll keep coming back, but the in-ring, I mean, the full-timer days are over. But I would never say that John Cena, who has always been considered the guy in WWE, mm -hmm. um, has had the, the, the changes in esteem that LeBron James has. I, I agree with you. John Cena's always been sort of like 
a baby face that people don't like. Sure. Mm-hmm. And that and that matches up with that matches up with LeBron. But I but I do. I think you're right. Brock Lesnar and LeBron, both physical freaks, change the game by the nature of their bodies, basically mm-hmm. can do things at their size that they shouldn't be able to do. Brock Lesnar famously did a shooting star press at WrestleMania 19. Sort of. He tried. He didn't stick he the landing. He almost died, but he did it. <laughs> he finished it. He landed mm-hmm. on the on the mat. Uh, I just think those two guys, it's perfect. Because LeBron was definitely a heel in Miami. And you can go ahead and draw that line. Sure. Sweet. I cannot wait for like the final four. This is going to be such a mess. And I think it's good to... Uh, Brock, obviously a WWE champion, went to the UFC, won a championship, tried to play football. Everybody thinks LeBron can play every other sport, right? So Brock, maybe he can play every other You're sport. Right. So LeBron, same way. I'm happy so with that line. Brock's time in the UFC parallels LeBron in Miami, basically, <laughs> right? Kind of, yeah. Sure, he was out in the wilderness. Do you want to take one, Dre? Uh, sure, I'll hop in. Um, how about Roman Reigns is Kevin Durant? Ooh. Everybody loved Roman Reigns yes. when he was in the Shield. Yes. Everybody loved Kevin Durant when he was on OKC. Yes. But when they switched it on him, the game changed. And, you know, both of their refs, I would say, since that that breaking moment for both of them, have been damaged. That you know? is and people perfect. are still uh, people are still mad about how things went down and, you know, Roman's on top, Durant's on top, and people don't necessarily like it. And, and both guys do enjoy antagonizing people on yes. Twitter. Mm. They're both very, very good. They're both at the very upper, uh, yeah, to sure. highest echelon of what they do, but they, but people will continue to, to beat them up regardless. I have no qualms with this. Let's do it. Let's draw that line. Look at that line, guys. Woo. <laughs> Fair. Fair line. Strong line. Yeah. Wait, so we still don't have a John Cena. Yeah, uh, we have, we should pick a John Cena soon because we're running out of really really great players. And I mean, he's still one of the best. Well, it's all you, man. I think I have a pick, but I'm gonna let you choose first, and I will say yes or no. Is it Manu Ginobili because he's old? <laughs> <laughs> nope. Um, wait, who who is your? This is gonna be tough. You want me to just throw my suggestion? Yeah, t- out? tell me tell me who you think we can debate this. Steph Curry. What? Steph Curry is. Super likable on its face, on his face. Mm-hmm. Like he's got that, you know, young, fresh look. He smiles a lot, but people still hate him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to disagree. Okay. I, I think, I think that you got to say, I think just because of the size, I'm going to go with Finn Balor as Steph Curry. You're crazy. Small guys, very agile, redefining the game. Yeah, but Steph Curry For is sure. now a two time NBA champion. Finn Balor is kind of struggling right Do you want to say that Steph Curry's AJ Styles then? Because I'll give you that. No. There's no way that Steph is John Cena. He 100% is John Cena. They are both very corny. Okay. (laughs) You continue to add things to my argument. They're both good guys. I think that factors into it. Steph Curry's an awesome dude, but there are people on the internet who just can't stand him. Huh. He also has a habit, like John Cena, of, of becoming very irreverent, and goofy during games. John Cena has a habit of smiling for no reason. You're making and, a good case. Yeah, I know. I'm well aware of that. I just have such a hard time thinking of Steph Curry as like an old guard. But you know what? That's he true. is. He's been around for a long time now. You're not wrong. I you're, know I'm not You're not. Wrong. Uh, okay. Man, Let's I, do it. I, I, don't, I don't know how I feel do you about have this. the Okay. Do you have an alternate for John Cena? That's the problem. No, it's really hard. Okay. I think if anybody... Uh, Sorry. Speak I think now. I think the only the, the only case I would make based on the people who are left would be 
for Westbrook because no, nope. John Cena and Westbrook are both completely unaware that they've been heels their entire career. No, I think Russ knows he's a heel. No, I don't know. I think that's why he gets so frustrated all the time. Mm, I think he's frustrated because he doesn't have a ring. Yeah, and it's true. I mean, I don't know. Does he know he's a heel, Russ? Probably, and he probably doesn't care. I think it probably matters more to John Cena that he knows he's a heel or doesn't know he's a heel. You know what I'm saying? It's true. Both of them, both John Cena and Steph Curry have wives with TV shows. <laughs> hey, there you go. I, I think I think I got it. All right, I'm going to give you this right. one. I don't know. I'm not 100% endorsing We'll see what this. the humanoids have to say when yeah, this goes tweet, out. tweet us your better answers to this. Where is he? There he is. <laughs> there he is. Oh, yeah, that's there. not even a. That's not that's even a, a line. That's that's a curve. It's like a mountaintop. Anyway, uh, that's 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 really good work. I need a lav mic for this because I keep talking when I'm up here and no one can hear what I'm saying. No, we everyone can hear you. Don't worry at all. We're just editing. We're editing everything you say out in post anyway. Hello, so it's... hello out there, America. Can you hear me? Okay, <laughs> who's next? Is it too simple to say that uh, Ginobili is the Miz? They're both. I'm guessing the oldest guys on both of these lists. There was a time mm-hmm. when the Miz was not widely liked. There was a time when Manu Ginobili. It's hard to imagine at at this point that As Ginobili wasn't liked. But back in the you know ten years ago, everybody said the Spurs were super boring and they just flopped all over the place. And As AJ Ginobili. Styles is Manu Ginobili. As great as the, as great as the Miz is right now, and I think it's fair to to imagine that he'd be in WrestleMania main events in years to come. His peak did happen. Six years ago, just like Manu Ginobili. Wow. No, his peak to this point. Sure. He main evented WrestleMania. True. What number thirty? No, twenty seven. Twenty seven. Here's why I say AJ Styles and Manu Ginobili. For years, everybody said, like Trey pointed out, the Spurs were boring. Ah, oh, they're just very good at basketball, but too they have no personality. Yeah, it's too simple. AJ Styles arguably has been the best wrestler in the world for a decade. But until he got to WWE, people did not appreciate his in-ring skills. Now he can cut a pretty decent promo. Now he's 40 years old. He's the champion. He's, he's now beloved. All right. Here's the thing. Okay. I've got, ooh. Now I was, I was going to say I have a better one. I have a better one, <laughs> but I'm torn. Tough. It is very, very hard. Here's the case I would make. And I'm torn on this tortured metaphor between AJ Styles and Nakamura. I was going to say one of those two, but I was going to say about AJ Styles lines up with Anthony Davis because mm. they're. I think this has got to be AJ, the best one of the one of the three best in the business mm. who is basically toiling in anonymity for so much of his career. Mm. Right, the mainstream fans of wrestling they watched him on TNA, but like you know his great work in Japan and even I mean even TNA we we just didn't get to see the AJ Styles all that he could be on. The, the big stage of WWE, just like Anthony Davis is like, you know. We're still kind of waiting. Yeah. He's been dominating, but has made the playoffs one time. And we're waiting to see, are you ever going to have a team around you to make a real run at it? I don't mind it. I'm going with AJ and, and AD. I'm going to give it to you because you were kind enough to let me have John Cena <laughs> and Steph team. Curry. Guys, I just want to ask a question. As the, as the host of this show, we can. I think with The Miz and Manu, we, we don't have to color that in, but I think that's the right choice. We'll, we'll keep going a little bit. <laughs> we can keep it in the pocket. We'll keep, we'll keep that in the pocket. Um, all right. No, Baron Corbin has got to be the most hated wrestler on this list, Even and though, maybe yeah. in a long time. <laughs> he did have uh, quite a positive reaction on SmackDown on Tuesday, though. He did. He did. They, they're teasing, teasing a little face turn for him. Mm-hmm. We'll see where they go with that. Um, but you know, 
Uh, I think there's a lot of question about his talent. Uh, not that he can't do a lot of things at a really high level, but does he going to put it all together in a meaningful way? And people hate him. Who does this sound like to you guys? Oh, you first track. I'm not going to say it. I think you're going to probably say James Harden. He's widely disliked, but he's one of my favorites. And I, I'm not well, big you, on Baron Corbin. You've got a buy. You've, you've got the beard bias. Yeah, I, I definitely do. By the way, for, for people sure. just listening to this <laughs> podcast, like if Trey's beard is Triple H, my beard is Bobby Roode. I am like the mini me. <laughs> Trey's got Trey's the has the greatest beard in all of sports broadcasting. All right, I'm going to have something. <laughs> I'm going to go with someone who you might disagree with on this, but every single thing I've said so far you guys have taken a dump on. That's the fun of this whole thing. I understand that. I get it. I'm playing along. So I think it's Clay Thompson. Mm. Here's why. Baron Corbin. WWE superstar Baron Corbin has a lot of gifts physical gifts he's a relatively athletic big man he can cut a decent promo um but he's not appreciated hmm clay thompson you know he does a lot of things well but there are some deficiencies in his game maybe he's not great with the ball in his hand maybe he has some uh defensive deficiencies because he's not super mobile you know he's he's not a he's not an explosive player Mm -mm. sure He's, he's a spot-up three-point shooter when he's at his best. Baron Corbin and Clay Thompson, it feels right. Could you not make the case that <laughs> Dolph Ziggler is Clay Thompson because Dolph's best role is being second banana or play? Or, I was also thinking of Dolph Ziggler. I think maybe because I've got the consensus here from you, yeah. assuming Trey is on board with this, I'll say Ziggler and Thompson. Sure. That's okay. great. Dolph Ziggler, by the way, just signed a new two-year contract with mm-hmm. WWE, reportedly for a million and a half a year. It's what a, do we think about this deal? It's not is a, that going to ruin their salary cap? Yeah. <laughs> if wrestling had a salary cap. Is that cap, a biannual be, exception well, or they, what is they, it? They ended up just cutting Rich Swan, so the, the money <laughs> the money makes sense. I put this it in the trade the, machine. The, past, the last contract he signed, remember, there was all this talk that he might just, that Ziggler might just walk. You know, it's like yeah. he's got other interests or he could go wrestle in Japan and still do his stand-up comedy. I mean, it's hard to say no to a million and a half a year, no matter what you're doing. Yeah, I certainly wouldn't. I mean, I'm a jabroni. What do I know? Okay, let's do this. I'm going to use pink because it's Dolph Ziggler. I guess my question for you, for both of you, is do do you think a a million and a half annual contract for Dolph Ziggler comes with the guarantee that he's going to get a title push? Like, does that, I'm not saying if you heard it, but like, would you think that when you give somebody that much money, there's some, there's some other, like, like, guarantees that come with it or is it just like we we're giving you the money we like you just be that's good enough listen if i'm a wrestler and their salaries are not anywhere close to the (laughs) nba players sure these guys are making tens of millions i don't think anybody on there's a million and a half dollar player look at at the list yeah these are (laughs) these are all very bead probably makes the least and he's probably five mil yeah Yeah. so it's a lot of money for a wrestler a year and that's without merchandise sure not that he's a big merchandise mover but you know merchandise is merchandise he probably gets a taste of the network and all kinds of things Mm -hmm. that's a lot of money do you also need to beg for a title like if you if you get that much money and you're an older guy in wrestling you're just going to take it you're not going to be like and also i'd like to be the wwe champion you're right let me flip this around let me flip that question around does it make would you do you think that when that when WWE says all right we got to give him a million and a half this is what he's demanding or like this is what we think he's whatever do you think that for them 
they're like, if we're going to pay him this much, we're going to make him into a super a bigger star than he is. Or are they saying, or is it just like, that's what we had to pay to get him. And he's a valuable hand and we'll just roll with that. I'm going the latter. Really? Yeah. I mean, I think he'll be sniffing around the main event, but I don't think he's going to be main eventing SummerSlam or WrestleMania or the Rumble. Trey, where's where's Dolph in your personal power rankings? How do you feel about the guy? Um, great. You're, I you're actually really pink like and Dolph black right now. So. Yeah, exactly. He's got a great look. Um, in a strange twist of events, uh, we know Renee Young just from back in the Canada days. And oh yeah. N- through knowing Renee Young, have therefore met Dolph Ziggler. So just as I have a James Harden beard bias, I will always have a Dolph Ziggler. Uh, He's great. Bias. Um, so yeah, I mean, if they pay him a million and a half dollars, you guys are saying that's a lot. Maybe it's kind of both, right? They're like, this is what it costs to keep him. We'll keep him around. What's going to, and for paying this much, maybe we can try and make him a star. It never seems to happen with Dolph, but, uh, I don't know. Maybe if the investment is there, they have some sort of incentive to actually go for it. See, I just think Dolph is, I mean, we've talked about him and I've probably contradicted myself 500 times on Dolph Ziggler. But he's, I just can't, I can't ever forget the pop that he got when he cashed in the briefcase and won the title back in the day. And I sort of feel like just with his, he's got such a good look. The problem is they just keep rebooting the character. But I don't think, if you just drew a straight line from Tuesday's SmackDown to WrestleMania, the WrestleMania main event, I don't think anybody would be complaining. Smart fans, like full on marks, like he, he looks like a guy that belongs in the main event and he mm-hmm. can work like well, one, you know? As you can tell, I can't draw a straight line, so I can't answer your question, <laughs> unfortunately. No, that's a good, that's, that, that's really good. All right. Who's, who's next? Is Who anybody, is most likely to believe in a flat earth conspiracy? I, that's the question that we have to answer if we're going to give I somebody think, Kyrie Irving. I think the answer, ooh, uh, looking at this list, I think I, I can say with confidence that the person remaining who is most likely, the person of all of them most likely to believe in the flat earth is Seth Rollins. I was going to say Seth Rollins too. Yeah. But I, because he's the clear second banana in the shield. Ooh. Well, he's yeah, the architect, so, though. So okay. was so was Kyrie with the Cavs until he wanted out. Yeah, and then I, he got out. And now he's got his own thing. So yeah, so so Kyrie Irving going to the, going to the Celtics was was Seth Rollins hitting the rest of the shield with the steel chair. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> yeah. it's perfect. Okay, let's see here. What should I? I'll do black because that's the only color <sighs> Seth Rollins ever wears. That's great. Well, didn't he? Uh, Seth Rollins didn't he have on Guy Fieri pants? Oh Just yeah, he had the, the he had the fire shirt. Fieri. The, yeah, the fire shirt pants. Uh, that was a really weird look. Yeah. It's it wasn't just the flames, but it's the it's it felt like they were made with a different technology, <laughs> like you know? alien technology. No, 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 not good tech. It felt like they found the the tights maker from 1985 who just so, sewed like layers of things onto pants. There was a lot of flames. Oh, you mean like the guy who does Braun Strowman's gear, or the guy that did? Yes, yeah, so also <laughs> the person that did like the original cane outfit or something. There were you a know? lot of it's, layers on that. Yeah. It's not like printed fabric. It's just mini fabrics layered on top of each other. It's like the like the double knee Carhartt pants. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I will give you that. That's yeah, okay. fine. All right. Um, all right. Who's who's next on this list? Does anybody have anything? Is anything ju- is anything jumping out Ooh, at you boy. for who's left? Ooh, okay, we got Demar Derozan. Yes. You can either say easily he's Sami Zayn because of the Canada connection. Yes. You know, Demar's a Raptor. Sami, obviously Canadian. Or you could go with Demar Derozan as Baron Corbin. He's got the gifts. He's got the talent. He can do it. But as a personality, is he super dynamic? Demar's not. Baron's not. I think I think Sami Zayn is the right thing. I like the Canada connection, and I think Sami is is one of those guys who you would just, uh, I mean, who you would like 
if you watch if you watch him night to night, you're like, this is this could be this is my favorite wrestler. But he's still sort of looking for the metaphorical three pointer. You know, he doesn't quite <laughs> have that thing that's going to make him. Uh, you know, a guy who's who we're just going to remember forever. I'm going with it. I love it. It's great. I thought maybe we would go with Damar and Corbin, but I think it feels right. Let's do it. Yeah, I mean, listen, I don't want this. Ba- I don't want whoever gets Baron Corbin to feel uh, slighted gonna, by this. I can this. see it's going to be James Harden already. It's going to be Harden. I'm, it's I'm doing be, the mock drafts in my yeah. brain. And <laughs> it's Harden like or, or Westbrook because they're the two <laughs> most hated great players. Hated and loved. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. But they both Polarizing. Polarizing. Yeah. Well, Westbrook is so much more dynamic it's than true. Harden. It's true. Uh, even just watching them, you know, personality-wise, he just pops off the screen compared uh, to Harden. Of the guys on the NBA list... The only one that I think might potentially listen to the show is Giannis. So we're good not <laughs> upsetting anybody. All right. Um, of the people we have left. Uh, so if, if we're just going to go purely. So, so Westbrook is all tools. I mean, like has the, the highest physical, like any physical category. Um, may not have everything, you know, may never win a championship, but certainly has uh, is elite in every measurable except for like shot quality. I sure. guess I guess there's a lot of things that are measurable. <laughs> so who so who's so who's that? Who are you drawing the line? What are you prepping for? What are you expecting me to say? The demon, Finn Balor. Yeah, yeah. Trey's not. I think, it's, I think it's good. He's yeah. kind of wiry. Uh, he can do a lot for his size. You know, Russell Westbrook averages a triple double. Yeah. You don't think of him being able to to bang with big guys in the paint and get rebounds, but it's he true. does. Fearless. Absolutely fearless. So, and sometimes when Russell Westbrook is really upset, that demon comes out. <laughs> we so the the club is not are not available. So Paul George and Paul, Paul George and Mello cannot be Gallows and Anderson here. See, but, I was going to say, they, but they do. But yeah, Russ does have his running buddies. He does have his backup, and and no matter like how good you thought they were going to be, he's way out in front. I was going to mm. say Stephen Adams is definitely Luke Gallows. Oh, that's that's sure. a, that's actually a good one too because yeah, he's the enforcer. Um, I think that's totally great. Another thing that that Balor and and Russ have in common is that when they grin, they are like they're very frightening people. <laughs> yes, like there's just like there's a li- there's some murderer behind both of those smiles. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I but I, yeah, I like that connection. Um, I can definitely read this. This like I can tell which. This line is. Goes I hope where. that this makes a good video because yeah, this, this is going to be absolutely un- illegible. Uh, so who do we have left on the basketball side? We have Paul George. Mm-hmm. Harden and Ginobili. Harden and Ginobili. And then on the wrestler side, we have Nakamura, The Miz, and Corbin. Yeah. Is this... Is Does anybody there, want to nominate somebody here? Well, we already have Manu and The Miz nominated. <laughs> I think I'm, I think that's a good one. I don't think there's... I don't think... I don't think The Miz is Harden. I guess the only question is, could Paul George be Nakamura? I think that's a good you one. You think so? I think you can make... The, I think a similar case to what we made for AJ Styles... George is toiling in a little bit of anonymity in Indiana, not as much, but like you know, you know, and then he's he's got an opportunity. Actually, I think he's got an opportunity. Last summer, you know, he got traded. This coming summer, he's a free agent. Mm-hmm. He's got the opportunity to sign with the mothership if he wants to come out here to the West Coast. Uh, I think there's a lot of Paul George and Nakamura. Yeah, and sure, uh, PG. This is his best chance ever, probably, to win a championship so far. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Pacers went pretty far, but you know they were playing against LeBron. That's pretty tough. And Nakamura, he's got his best chance at a title right now, right? In the yeah. WWE. I think okay. I think that's fantastic. Um, and then the other two things are, are, are answers that we've already lined sure. up. I think I think this is I think we've got this settled, I'm, guys. I'm sorry, it had to be you, James Harden, Manu in the Miz, and James Harden, Baron Corbin. I think I think that's it. The last ones are always going to be hard. Um. 
<laughs> Great line drawing. I, I'm sorry for all the pauses on this podcast. This but looks like a matchup in Highlights magazine. Where you're supposed to like, <laughs> what is this? Uh, cool and then term Har- up with? Harden is Corbin. Okay, let's see. Let me pick a color. Oh, brown. Okay. <laughs> Good. All right. Listen, uh, we can talk a little bit about what happened on Raw this week. If we must. Um, there are a couple of, there are a couple of, ma- you know, and we've had some actual good wrestling this week. We had some last week too. Um, the big notes from this week are basically, it, you know, we talked, I talked about at the top that we have now, um, we had a, supposed to be a three way or a, a four way to see who was going to be the last intern in the elimination chamber. It ended up with Rollins and Balor both pinning, right? They both won. And then Monday night on Facebook live, they were both entered into the into the match. Yes, yeah, so we got seven instead of six. Do we know how this is going to work? Physic, like, are, are we just going to start with three outside of the pods? I think that's the most logical thing because there's six pods. They're not going to rebuild no, the elimination. there's four pods. It's only, it's only the one in each corner. I thought they both... I thought, oh, that's right. Yeah, I thought they came out. No, You're right. two no, starting the ring. Four pods, okay. You don't think they're going to refashion the elimination chamber? What is it a custom chamber? It's expensive. <laughs> that be awesome. I chambers are going I'm into Okay, so there's four pods. Yeah, just start with three guys. And then on SmackDown, because so often WWE booking is like, it's like two different ways of reading a choose your own adventure book. It's like they're just like they decide on for some reason we're going to do the same thing on both shows, but just find different ways to get there. <laughs> Fastlane is now, I mean, on, on, on Tuesday night, Baron Corbin and Dolph Ziggler both won their way into the title match at Fastlane by beating... Um, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, I think, respectively. I think I said them in the right order. And um, so now the, the main event at Fastlane is AJ Styles, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, Dolph Ziggler, and Baron Corbin uh, in a five-threat five match for the... A fatal five-way. A fatal five-way for, uh, for the SmackDown, for the WWE Championship. Let me say two things. One, as much as it would make sense to have three guys start the Elimination Chamber, I want Seth Rollins and Finn Balor to share a chamber. To just have to sit in there together and like as as an odd couple. There's a lot of com. there's a lot of Tumblr accounts that probably are. It could, oh there'd be with like a shower going in while they're uh, in there. I'm not saying um, that. And don't look that up, kids. Um, okay, don't Google that. Your let, parents will be mad. But the other thing is, these multi-person matches are kind of annoying for us from a storytelling perspective because it feels lazy. No, but these are great ways to set up WrestleMania. This is what I was saying last week. I'm very happy with what we have. I kind of don't like that there's a title on the line. I wish that we had both these matches and the winner got... Because we... it, it, it Obviously, we've had... Last year, we titles have changed hands at these run-up shows. But like it's sort of like... It, when the title does change hands, I feel like it's a, it's never it's always feels like a little bit of a letdown. And the idea that it might when it doesn't just feels like it just begs belief, beggars belief. Sort of, it's like well, like if they, I don't know what the upside is for WWE. You're not going to really, it it's hard to surprise people. We'll probably all find out. And if it's not a surprise, it feels like we've wasted time. Even the Bray Wyatt uh, title change last year, we kind of knew. Yeah, so I would just say I would rather the ch- the champions not be involved and have the whole thing be for like a minor thing. Like your match goes on last or like you, you can be entered into the main event, you know, something that feels a little bit more manageable. But I like the the multi-people matches because it's, you know, I feel like when it's a one-on-one match, we all know what's coming. Let me ask you this question, Trey. As someone who doesn't watch as religiously as we do because we have to, <laughs> do you get excited about these pay-per-views that are like off-brand or do you just say, oh, Elimination Chamber, who cares? Uh, 
I'm kind of halfway in between, I would say. Uh, I'm not making plans for <laughs> Elimination Chamber. You know what I'm saying? Whereas when it's uh, the Rumble's coming up, WrestleMania's coming up, I tell my wife, hey, we're watching wrestling on Sunday. That's we, great. We, you got to deal with it. We're not going to be watching Game of Thrones or whatever else is on at 9 p.m. You know, we're going to be watching wrestling. Whereas with uh, an Elimination Chamber, a fast lane, if she's watching Victoria, I'm watching wrestling. That's kind of what it is. Where I, where if I have the opportunity, I'm definitely dipping in. But um, it's just not the same as you know the majors. I guess it's a it's kind of it's for you guys. I feel like it's the in between of the trade deadline and the playoffs, where you're like the trade deadline is super exciting for us. Playoffs are super exciting for us, and then there's that stretch in the middle where you're like. Let's get to the big stuff. Yeah, we're just waiting stuff. for the seeds to mm. kind of get worked out for the playoffs. It's a good point. A couple of other notes I want to hit on. We were just talking about SmackDown. I just want to give, uh, for all of the shit that we have given all of the new women, female wrestlers, the two trios that popped up, well, I guess five new wrestlers, Sarah Logan had a good match against Charlotte Flair on Tuesday night, yeah. and I really enjoyed it. And there was, I mean, it was uh, a little bit... Uh, you know, I think the announcers could have done a little bit better job of selling the fact that, like, holy crap, she's good. Um but that was a really fun match. And I and I wish they all got... I mean, Charlotte's... I think that's what this gimmick is, is Charlotte kind of giving all of the Riot Squad opportunities to look good in a high-profile match. But that was... Sarah Logan, she, she, she's, she's going to be fine. She's got to get out of that Skinner gear, though. She still looks like a Skinner. Give her some dip. <laughs> yeah. Let's make her Lady Skinner. Maybe they can just put her with uh, War Machine when they show up. Didn't, I think she said that before. Well, she's engaged to one of them, or, yeah. or dating one of them, or think, married yeah, to one I of them, or so. something. She could be a Viking. Sure, yeah. Her, <laughs> put a beard on her, yeah. That'd be great. Um, and then on Monday Night Raw, we got um, Cena versus The Miz, mm-hmm. which was a, a good match. Bailey versus Sasha. I mean, there's a lot of good stuff. Uh, Bailey Sasha match was Bailey's best match on the main roster. Up. Yeah, it was very good. And then. Um, that the main event was uh, Balor, Rollins, Bray, Matt Hardy, and Apollo Cruz. When I when I saw this, is, really doesn't need to be said, but I was looking, following along on Twitter, and I thought from what I was reading that Apollo Cruz had lost his spot in the match to Seth Rollins, and I was I was prepared to rant about it. But I, you know, he looked good in the match. They've done a they've done a weirdly good job with making Apollo look legit over the past few weeks. Yeah, as a wrestler, I think there's no question that he has a lot of talent. The 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 issue is when is he going to develop that personality that's going to get him over on the main roster? Yeah. It's just not it's not enough to be a great wrestler in WWE, unfortunately. Would you say he's the Dennis Smith Jr. of WWE at this point? Oh my goodness. <laughs> what uh, a pull. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely not Donovan Mitchell. I'm a Mavericks fan. That's all I, all I know about is Dennis Smith Jr. right now. Um, and Luka Doncic, like, Doncic. I'm, like, I'm pre-ordering my jerseys like every basketball nerd in the yeah, world. Yeah, you know you're rooting for a bad team when you're scouting international draft products. <laughs> when but you're, I'm a Bulls fan, so it's the same uh, for me. I, I'm also trying to get a Luka jersey. Who's the most Serbian guy we can get? <laughs> um, but yeah, I, that, the, the main event was it was really strong. The ending was a little bit hammy, but that's just the way wrestling goes, right? Yeah. yeah. Trey, do you have any thoughts on, on Raw this week? I heard Braun, Braun Strowman smashed a guy with a cello. Is that true? <laughs> that is accurate. But, I mean, I watched it? that segment, and it was great. It was, uh, those guys are awesome. I love Braun. I love Elias. Uh, I The first I ever heard of Elias was listening to your guys' podcast, so I had to go check him out, and he lived up to the hype. It's something like, like there, I mean, I don't know if we want to like keep keep pointing out the, G, the Giannis, sorry, uh, uh, parallels, but it is true. Like, it's like, 
if just to look at either of them, you'd be like, yeah, like Giannis looks like a basketball player, but it you don't, it, I mean, nothing jumps, like you don't see him and think that's like the next Michael Jordan necessarily. Same thing with Elias. It's like, yeah, he looks like a pro wrestler, but they both just have something, man. I mean, Elias is just, it's so hard to, to put into words what we like about Elias. No, well, he's just good. He, he, <laughs> he's got a good character, a, a clever, interesting character. It's, it's like a new age honky tonk man. But he also can cut a great promo and he can work. Yeah. Honky Tonk Man was never much of a wrestler. There's something about the transition, too, from, from we talked about this with Braun a little bit, the transition from silly to serious uh, that, you know, Braun is able to sort of balance both things. But Elias just sort of there's no he, there's no balancing act. It's just like a, like a, the, the smoothest segue from him silly, singing a silly song to just being like, yes, I will wrestle John Cena now and look good. In the <laughs> you know, it's I don't know. And I mean. I don't know if Giannis seems to do the transition between, you know, sketchy Instagram videos and, <laughs> and on-court dominance pretty easily, too. Uh, big wrestling fan, too. Oh, yeah. Big cool. yeah, oh, yeah. Honest, uh, oh, yeah, he Raw tweeted and, uh, something. At Raw, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Had him on the broadcast. Um, yeah. Though, So by the time Giannis is like 55 years old and in the Basketball Hall of Fame, I'm sure at that point WWE will realize who he is and start like bringing him on the show. <laughs> Uh, to help him out with I'm stuff. Elbow. I would love to see him pull a Carl Malone and work uh, a tag match with somebody. Maybe they're looking for someone to team with Ronda Rousey. Why not Giannis? <laughs> the <laughs> hell with it. That's a, that's a good point. Is there any news of the week that we have to hit on before we get out of here? Well, you... with that tag match, the, the rumored mixed tag, spoilers. Yeah. Uh, they want to get The Rock to team with Ronda, but... He has his contractual obligations to his films and most all of his contracts say multiple films. I'm glad that the one thing that that Dwayne Johnson has brought to Hollywood is uh, like the ability to completely ignore the fact that like it's a problem to have multiple blockbusters coming out months away. It's like the (laughs) WWE thing. It's like, we'll just do a pay-per-view every month. Everybody will keep watching. (laughs) The Rock is like literally overlapping Rampage and Skyscraper promo work. um, That's unbelievable. From night to night and like dropping new trailers and no one's just like, I could, I did, I was on the our, the watch or like TV and movie podcast last week talking about is it possible to have Star Wars saturation? We should be. I mean, I don't, I, I don't think there's any such thing as Dwayne Johnson saturation, but like he's he's trying, man. I know Brian Gowertz listens to the show, so let's be nice to the Rock. But no, I love the Rock. Yeah, I, mean, I love the Rock too. But my thing about this is, I, he flies a helicopter in both movies. <laughs> I don't, know when, I, don't, I don't know which I one's he which. Fl- he flew a helicopter, I think, in... Um, San Andreas. San Andreas. San Andreas, yeah, where he's fighting the earthquake. Listen. <laughs> he's fought an earthquake. He fought a skyscraper. The guy can fight anything. I, I will never get tired of The Rock. Literally, my daughter's favorite movie is Moana. That's a rock movie. Yes. Fast and Furious movies are my favorite movies. That's so a rock good. movie. I've been watching him for 20 years, and I'm still like, my child loves The Rock, and she doesn't even know it yet. Yeah. And he's going to be around, I'm sure, for another 20 years, and then he'll put out something when he's, you know... 60 years old, and my grandkids will be singing along to it. He's my favorite, He can do too, it all. But I just, I don't want to be so confused by the trailer. Here's the thing. Here's <laughs> Have the him thing. drive a different vehicle. Let me explain this to you, Shelling. Oh, okay. Dad. When you're the size of the rock, mm-hmm. the, a helicopter is the only vehicle you can fit in. He's not. <laughs> he's going to Panera Bread. He's not helicopter. getting in a. He's definitely not flying a plane at that size. They have weight limits. He's not getting in a race car. Or, yeah, it's just his arms keep hitting the doors. Maybe he's like, like a giant space. pickup truck or something. But, you know, if you got to be airborne, the helicopter's the way to go. I wonder yeah. if there's a problem that you can't have him driving, right? Because he's driving in a ton of Fast and Furious movies. So maybe oh, yeah. you got to put him in some other vehicle. And if you're taking off all forms of road travel, you're left with helicopters, which is more exciting than 
uh, a commercial airliner, I guess. Maybe if we get him in a single wing or like a single engine plane, but he'd be way too big. Yeah. Let me see the dude uh, conduct a train. That's what I want. <laughs> just like, not, or like push it from the back. I was going to say, like, not even pilot it. You just want him to be like the guy that pulls the cord to make the... to make the <laughs> Calling stops the, out. Yeah. Next up, Bakersfield. Is this the rock calling us stops? Yeah, he's grabbing yes, your is. tickets. Um, we got to get out of here. We do. We barely talked about Raw and SmackDown, but that's good. This was more fun. I agree. I mean, we'll talk about Raw and SmackDown next week, but we don't always get Trey Kirby in the, in the <laughs> studio. No, next week we're going to compare wrestlers to football players. So who are we going to have on the show? Oh, I don't know. Uh, we should have uh, Chris Collinsworth on the show. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be great. That's great. Um, so come back next week. Everybody tune in. We're going to have uh, we're going to have John Madden on the show. <laughs> we're not going to have John Madden. Um, but yeah, have a good week, guys. Thank you so much, Trey Kirby, for coming on. Do you want to plug? Uh, we've got a show Friday night, 6 p.m. Eastern uh, on NBA TV. It's the starters. Please watch it. We'll be doing... Some cool stuff. We got some shooting things, some dunking things. It's going to be really fun. That's really awesome. Dave? I was on the Dan Black Comedians uh, of Wrestling podcast. Yes, on the check UC- it out. UCB Podcast Network. Uh, and I'm on this show every week. So that's all I need to... Oh, Listen. and my shirts. Buy a chicanery t-shirt on ProWrestlingTees.com. Um, everybody have fun at NBA All-Star Week. And I'm saying that to the two people in front of me because they're both going to be <laughs> spending a lot of time doing that. Yeah. Um, but those listening too, have fun watching basketball in between your wrestling tape trading and whatnot. Apologies to Dean Ambrose, as always. We'll see you back here next week, Humanoids. We are desperately out of time. The tape machines are rolling. We'll see you next week on The Mass Man Show. Let me explain this to you, Shelly. Oh, okay. Dad. His calves are way too skinny. This was awesome. Congrats on 100 ups, guys. Thanks, man.